Hey, this is East Nashville Yacht Club Podcast. My name is Kellen Cole. I'm sitting here with my main man, the Mayor of Madison, Richard Lips. How are you doing this lovely evening? Hey, good, man. How about you? Just sitting on a rainbow. There it is. Hey, we got a special guest in the house. We do. We do, man. We do. Hey, he's a local local artist here making the scenes around Nashville. Hey, welcome to the shop. Mr. Mike Floss. What up? What up? What up? Hey, what's good with you? Uh, thank you for coming on, man. We greatly appreciate it. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. Hey, no problem, man. No problem, man. Uh, you had a show. You had a show this past Friday night, which was, uh, golly, it, it was a good show. It was a good mm-hmm. show. And, you know, it was, it's kind of refreshing because I hadn't heard of you before until this week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just seeing you live on stage, I mean, it, it was a good performance. Everything everything was good. Everything right, thank was fluid. you, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. We had fun, man. I liked it a lot. So, it, yeah, I guess I didn't realize that um, the show was to promote the album that came out on Friday as well. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily to promote it? It was just we were having a show. Uh... I don't remember. It's, I can't remember what happened first. Um, I knew I wanted to do a show mm-hmm. that was kind of a different type of experience. I haven't seen a show with that type of layout where it's like, you know, you got a female DJ, um, a group of young kids opening a, a comedian, and then I'm closing the show. And then, like, in between there, we got, like, political commentary. It was, like, a lot of elements mm-hmm. that's, like, kind of my lifestyle yeah. put into a put on stage basically i did think it was odd that the comedian i didn't know how that one <laughs> it was tight happened. it was tight <laughs> it was hey, tight. Shout, shout out to joshua black yeah i'm glad he was a part of it but i was like man that was okay <laughs> yeah yeah it was a risk we took the risk and it paid off i feel like i think uh he definitely he definitely killed but it was um a new experience i think for everybody you know I'm definitely sure. for me yeah i'm sure uh it's all that og savvy opened up yeah, uh, really like his music too. Do you yeah. t- guys collaborate quite a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I say shout out to Savvy and, and the uh, was it database boys. The database, that, yeah. <laughs> That's hey, they, dude, they have so much, so much. Uh, God, their, their vibe. Oh, please, energy. please cut this song off. I'm sorry. I hate this song hate so this much. Song. Uh, you know what? I'm glad he said that. It's not my favorite, but it's like your number one song on yeah, Spotify. No, it's <laughs> very frustrating. It's overplayed, or you just didn't think it was going to get that big? <sighs> I was, go, I was, lie, t- like uh, I was told that that's the song that everybody was going to like. It was supposed to just be an interlude on that really? project. Yeah, and it was like 40 seconds, uh-huh. and that was it. And somebody told me, it was like, yo. You need to make this a whole song. This is going to be the most popular song on the whole project. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I was like, oh, no, it's by a mile. Yeah. The most. <laughs> Very irritating. Yeah, I wouldn't think of uh, of the songs that I've listened to of yours. That wouldn't be the one that would stand out and pop to I me still, more man, than Man, it gets streamed so much, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's way up there. I, yeah. I was kind of surprised when I saw it was number one. I was like, dang, man. That's, yeah. But that's almost the sound right now, That that sound. Is kind of was, kind of was leading leading the the charge as far as hip hop, so to speak, mm-hmm. right now. I guess <laughs> you know what it's not your thing. I'm not into it. But did you play it on Friday? No, I will never perform that song. <laughs> <laughs> never. Did you like it when you made it? I liked it when I made it, but like 
when you, I think it becomes frustrating when people latch on to something that's kind of a throwaway to you, and it's like, yo, I got amazing music, mm-hmm. and y'all like like the worst of all of it, and it's like, <laughs> it just irritates. Like, why do y'all like this song so much? Uh, that happens to us with memes, but that it's not nowhere near as creative as making a song. Yeah, yeah. We we make a meme for our page. We think it's hilarious and nobody likes yeah. it. But if it's a dumbass one, yeah, it'll just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that only takes what a couple of minutes to do that. I mean, you putting your heart. He's and soul actually working. Yeah, like, that would suck. Two or three months writing down a song, producing the. They're like, hey, the look at this one over here, guys. <laughs> it's irritating as hell. <laughs> Well, that's all right. So, uh, so who works with you when they're telling you to do this? Is it the label that's telling you, or your management? Well, at that time, I was supposed—I was in conversation to go to a big management company, and um, that was his advice. The guy that was going to manage me—he managed a lot of big. To his artists. credit, he was right. He was right. Yeah. No, he was one hundred percent right. He was right about a lot of things, you know. And it's because of him that I made some good decisions and I got better musically. Um, Cause he was one of the people that told me to my face, like, "Yo, you got, you got everything in place. The only reason why you haven't made it is because the music ain't good enough yet." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "My heart." <laughs> <laughs> I can but then that. I went and I worked really hard, and now the music is in a much better place. I think. One thing I will say that I noticed when I listened to the the earlier uh, stuff that you have, the and I do like your earlier music, but on that new album, the Oasis, mm-hmm. man, your verses and just uh, oh, your cadence yeah. and everything, man, you really have grown quite. Oh, a I can bit. wrap my ass off. Now. Yeah, that was yeah. impressive. I was just like, man, you can actually hear that. Like, and I guess you know, it's just like anything else in life. That's all right. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Uh, that's a new one on me, man. It's probably this. Here we are. We're all just <laughs> I don't just know. Looking at it. Just looking at it. Anyway, we'll just we'll just act like it's not there. <laughs> I think <laughs> we it heard a buzz. Yeah. It did stop. Okay. I don't know what it was. Anyway, um yeah, I was I was thinking I was like, I guess, you know, I never thought of it in those terms because I'm I've never been a rapper but or a music artist, but it's mm-hmm. just like anything else in life. The more you do it, the better you get at it. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. You put in just work, through repetition. Put in time, yep. Yeah, and then sometimes you gotta be told you know This is the one I like Yeah yep. I understand this I perform this Every show mm-hmm. It always works It's a good song um, This is movie Isn't it Yeah Yeah yeah. And it's You know It's easy to listen to So I'm cool I'm cool with that But that pinata <laughs> But um, Yeah I think Being told that By somebody That I respected Their opinion You know mm-hmm. Somebody's had A lot of like You know Major Major artist success it was like, okay, this ain't somebody that's just like trying to flex on me or nothing. Yeah. It's just like he's genuinely been like, yo, like I'm just yeah. letting you know what time it is. I've seen the big dogs, yeah, and it's not there yet. And I'm like, okay, well, I gotta get with the big dogs. And now I think I'm, I definitely think I'm there. Like I honestly feel like I'm one of the best rappers in the world as far as like my ability to rap. But now it's just about putting the other elements around it. You know, to make people recognize it. I'll tell you this: with anything in life, if you don't believe it, nobody else is. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Man, I was just about to ask. I guess so. So, what's the next step for you to 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 build to build your brand, to build a fan base? Man, so like my definition. So before I did a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in my career that was probably in the wrong direction. Like, played the big festivals. I've done like had a lot of the big looks. Pretty much any like major hip-hop platform I've probably been on there already 
but I think I was building something that wasn't um, authentic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was appeasing, I was appeasing the opportunities that was coming. Cause I was like, yo, if this is, this is a bigger look than the previous look, then I got to say yes to it. Now I'm only doing this stuff. I'm only doing the stuff that I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's not in alignment with like the way my lifestyle is, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I don't care how much money it is. I don't care who it is. I'm not doing it. So now I think what it's about is bringing people into that world, bringing people into my lifestyle yeah. and just continuing with my honesty and then the right opportunities come. I'm going I'm to naturally attract those things and just delivering every time, you know, making sure when I do play a show that everybody's like, yo, that was fire. You know what I'm saying? And then that, that continues to build it authentically great word to use with my honesty i like that um the other th- i was going i was wondering how long have you actually been making music because you had been before 10 11 years something like that yeah yeah so what how'd you start up well, my dad's a musician okay so my family yeah listen to some of your music i was like there's hey, this boy went to church oh yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure. slept in the church yeah and lived I, in the church i've heard <laughs> my mama literally worked at church at Born Again Church on West Trinity Lane. Like, okay, yeah. that's the church I grew up at. So that and my dad was a jazz musician. So okay. like, when you said the Guru album, I was yeah, like, yeah, I remember, I remember him having that. So um, I think uh, at a young age, I was just kind of following whatever yeah. he did. You know, I started playing trumpet. He's a trumpet player. I played trumpet for maybe fourteen years or something like that, and. Um, Played all the, all through high school, marching band, section leader, all of that stuff. And eventually, though, you know, just being black and loving music, you're going to start yeah. rapping, at least try it. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, yeah you're going to at least try it. <laughs> so I tried it, and, like, I would listen to the older guys on the bus and hear everybody freestyling on the back of the bus. Like, oh, Where'd I can, you go to high I school? Can do that. I went to Pearl Cone. Okay. Yeah. So I would hear people freestyling on the bus, and I'd be like, man, I can do that. And I just yeah. jumped in. I jumped in the circle one day and just started rapping. Yeah. And I was younger than all the other guys, yeah. and I was the best one rapping. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to stick with this. I'm stick <laughs> so with was it, were you doing like battle raps or you just freestyling? Just freestyling. Just I, I, we battled a little bit, but like, I don't think battle rap is like, Inherently a part of Nashville culture, like no, we, no, 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 no. We but freestyle I just all day think long. If it's a bunch of guys just sitting around, eventually somebody's gonna talk shit about somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes, yeah. it comes. I had to, I had to, I had to go through the fire a few times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you live. Yeah. So you still <laughs> do any of those guys? Are they still doing music too? Probably not. No, nah. I don't think so. But so you were the best, and you were just gonna follow this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked for me. It worked for me, and it, I found a place where my um identity could kind of cut through mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i, I played basketball but i realized in high school I was like, oh, i'm not going to the league bro like, i noticed you had up, some athletes yeah. too i was about to say and i noticed you upstairs on stage though i said man this dude is tall yeah <laughs> he walked in and i go is anybody on this show gonna be my height is anybody ever gonna be my height Nobody's ever my height mm-hmm. except for uh, Megan Barry. Yeah, <laughs> Joshua Black walked in. I said, Oh man, this dude's about he six was four. one that shocked me how we tall be he out, was. And then, and then Kendall be with him, yeah. And they'd be yeah. like, We all be like, <laughs> just extra big, yeah. Oh man, Pearl did. They had some serious athletes, they still got athletes, yeah. yeah. Top of athletes. Now, it's yeah. weird how that's the only metro school that that still has good like football and basketball programs. That nobody keeps them, that keeps, keeps them in. Them. Yeah. you know nobody's pulling them and you know going to Brentwood Academy yeah. or Innsworth. Mm. Like, like I don't some see of the how it's at Antioch. It seems like the kids in Antioch are always getting pulled. Or oh yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Uh, Antioch gets oh they get just raided. Them Cane Ridge gets raided. Uh, yeah. It's a few of them to get. There's some Maplewood had some ballers yeah, a couple years yeah, back. Yeah. Man, they had a hell of a basketball team. Yeah, I think there's still like a good amount of pride associated with playing at Pearl. Yeah, so I think that's a factor. Oh, you know? Well, they still have that game against Father Ryan every year, don't they? I don't know. I haven't been to a game in a while. Wasn't that might. like the big historic thing? Was because uh, they do it every year because yeah, that we used was the to play first. Father Ryan. Yeah. That was the first integrated game ever. Mm. Oh, I didn't I know didn't, that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was the first because uh, Father Ryan was the first school to be integrated in all of Tennessee, mm. and that was the first integrated game. So, like they, yeah, they play every year in honor of. of so they of this. play the original cone or. They played Pearl. Pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they played Pearl. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, Pearl Cone is at Pearl. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Wasn't it? I think MLK was Cone. No, MLK was Pearl, I think. Was MLK Pearl? I think so. So Pearl Cone was Cone. Yeah. I think you are right. Yeah, I, think I think it think was so. Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to MLK. So. I should know this. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. So, what's next for the music? You got some more shows coming up. Uh, I got some more music coming out, man. Honestly, I think I'm, um, you know, so much, so much happened during like the COVID year. A lot of people's like COVID music is just now coming out. Like that Oasis is. 2020 yeah you know what i'm saying that's when i made that so that's been a, you've had that ready for that long yeah it's been sitting Damn. it's been on ice artwork and everything dude it's a fantastic album thank i you, love man. it top to bottom thank you man so i got a lot of i got a lot of music that i want to you know just i want it to exist you know out yeah. in the world so i'm gonna keep putting music out um we got some other cool stuff we're gonna do with oasis but i think uh i think next year for me it's gonna be about I'm working on an album right now, mm-hmm. so it's going to be about that album, and uh, I'm gonna make some. So you're not doing moves, like yeah. just singles after singles. You want to make albums? I do both, man. I do, I do, I do. Any, what I've learned is like anything that feels authentic, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying if it feels right to drop a freestyle, I'll drop a freestyle. If it feels right to drop an EP, I'll do that. You mm-hmm. know, if it feels right to put a single out, like I'm feeling the energy of it or whatever it is, I just go with my gut instinct, man. Because I don't have to answer to nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. doesn't really, it doesn't really hurt me. I'm not the type of person that's gonna like flood content as far as music goes. Because I think you can kind of degrade it if you put out too much too soon. I would agree with you on yeah. that one. But I think um, the quality of my music is at a point now that if I feel like dropping, it's the right idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not to insult any other Nashville artists, but I do. When I listen to your music, I'm like, man, this doesn't sound like Nashville. And maybe that's because me yeah. growing up in Nashville in my 40s, like there were only a few who were real big, like Pistol, yeah, <laughs> Pistol, yeah, uh, Cool Daddy Fresh, Boogie, and uh, Green Somebody Wade. Somebody put me up was, on Cool Daddy Fresh. Cool yeah. Daddy Fresh was pretty damn good. Okay, uh, but uh, he was from Antioch, so that's that's our pride. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there. You know, other than that, though, it was like guys with like a weird program on their laptop and it's like yeah. n- it never sounded good it never yeah. is just we got a good scene right now though I, I have to agree music. with you yeah. there is a lot of really good music out there right yeah, now for sure who does all the who's doing most of the production going around it's all over the place man people really? work with in-town producers out-of-town people um ab is doing a lot ab eastwood yep yeah i heard of him yeah he might be good to have on here 
Um, he's taller than you too. Gotta have him. Gotta have him. Gotta have him on the show now. Gotta have him on the show. But yeah, like I know he's doing a lot. Um, a lot of people are kind of producing themselves, you know, or doing it. Like my approach, my approach lately, most likely what I'm doing is producing the song first. Then I may strip away some of my production and send it to somebody else. Yeah. Like, yo, I need different drums on this, or I need live bass guitar on this, or you know. And then I kind of outsource the elements that need to be dialed in. What's your dad think about your music? That's a good question, man. I know he thinks my ability to rap is very high. He's impressed with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's in he's into that. His thing is just kind of pushing me to like not do anything that's been done before. Like he's one of those like genius level jazz guys yeah. that's like dude you don't have step in jazz no 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 no, no. and he's, and anything you do you can be like, oh yeah someone so did this in 78 when they did you know what i'm saying it's like <laughs> yeah he's that kind of dude yeah 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 he can he can really like dive in on the music theory behind what's going on so i think um he's just kind of pushing me to to push boundaries you know what yeah. i'm saying try new things that haven't been tried before and and um continue to grow where do you get your ideas from? Every, women, uh, <laughs> life Sorry, experiences. I just asked that because everybody asks that question. I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know, though, man. You got to know. No, I would think that, no, from listening to what you're talking about, it seems like it's just whatever's going on that day. It absolutely be exactly that, bro. Like, like, like the lyrics, my, uh, she throwing it back on me like she trying to hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> like it's my birthday, like it's on a Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's, that had to be a female. Right? <laughs> you had to be going through something with a female to write that down. <laughs> they be trying to punish me, bro. Why they doing that? <laughs> I was listening to Fubu forever, and uh, I was like, well. I was like, I relate, but I don't relate. <laughs> it's, that's been interesting. White people have been telling me that FUBU is their favorite song. And I'm just like, okay. It's not, yeah, it's not really, it's not really made for us. It's a good song. I mean, that's, great that's song, fine, yeah. but it just, it's just interesting to yeah. hear. Uh, it's not my favorite song. I really like Hangers. Okay. Yeah. That, those are the two. Yeah. Uh, that one's a really good one to me. Sure. I mean, uh, but I, like I said, the whole album. It's I'm really, good. I'm really digging the whole thing. Yeah, man, I've been feeling a different. I've been feeling a different response to um, this project than any of the previous projects, honestly. Because uh, I think it was like people are saying like this is my best work to date, and I'm like, it's so old that I'm like, I get why you're, you're ready saying to move that. on. It's not that I'm ready to move on. I like this project a lot, and I think it's I think it has those elements of timelessness that I shoot for. But I've made so much music since then. I'm like, oh, if y'all are into this, yeah. I'm about really to hit y'all over the head. So late. crazy. <laughs> so it's gonna be. So, I'm telling you. But yeah, I'm really proud of this project. I think it feels almost analog mm-hmm. in a sense. You know, like it's got this like nostalgic, soulful uh, musicality to it. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're talking about a nostalgic feeling, but like in this day and age, 2021, uh, with the you know presence of social media and how mm-hmm. people are kind of building their brand that way. How, yeah, yeah. how are you moving in that, that space? Josh is on me about that, bro. Uh, He's yeah. on me about he, that. Boy, he is. He was trying to tell you like read media. this book, read Bruh, that book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he was all over us. Yeah, he's on me about that. I think 
it's a great tool you know i think um i mean shoot we did the whole that whole show we did it off social media i didn't yeah. book normally like we go through different processes and bringing in promoters and getting radio ads and all of that and i was like man let's see what we can do just off instagram yeah you know what i'm saying and that's it looked like you got a hell of a crowd we did good man we did good but i think um i could i could do better yeah you know what I'm i could do better with blending my blending my life into the internet it's just kind of hard to capture because i'm such a like if i'm in the present i'm not on my phone yeah you know yeah. i'm not trying to take a selfie i'm not trying to snap it up with mm -hmm. you i'm not trying to film it like yeah, you say you're authentic like you're not trying to create something no you know, no no in that, in that moment no i'm very much so in the present and that's where i find my source of power is being present so um figuring out how to integrate social media into that is is interesting i think it's possible i'm just not sure how to do it how do you feel about people recording your show while you're performing at the show it wasn't too bad man so i've been i've played Does it shows bother you it bothers me if the energy in the room is off okay. because of it you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw like it's too much of that going on. Like, be exactly. present. Yeah, like, don't watch me through the screen, bro. I'm right here. Yeah. But, um, like, on Friday, it was definitely people filming a lot of clips, but I didn't notice. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Because people were dancing. People were moving. People were paying attention to the show. I think it was more so, like, people would, like, get a clip. Like, a lot of times, that's people just trying to support you. They're like, I want to post this and share it with people yeah. so they can see this. So they're excited cool about being there. Yeah, they're happy to be there. They want to document it and they yeah. want to spread it. And I'm like, I need y'all to do that. Like, but I don't, I don't want to sacrifice the moment because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, if nobody filmed any clips at all, we got photographers and videographers <laughs> here for that yeah. reason. Like, we we gonna capture it. So it's cool though. I mean, as long as as long as people still are there with me in real time, I'm cool with it. I, it sounds like uh, I'm sure you're not against making money, but you really want to be there for the art. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my definition of success is is lifestyle based, man. It's not about money. It used to be about money. I used to want a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, who didn't? You rapping? You want a million dollars? Like, even though that really ain't no real money, but the 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 reality of like the way I live is like, man, if I can travel, I can bring my people with me. I can pay all of the homies. I can make the music I want to make and operate on my own schedule. I'm successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get. You start getting once you start getting clothes for free and stuff like that, you'd be like, Oh, it's really not about the money. I just wanna be able to live the way I wanna live. Right. So however that comes, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a good job from Thank what you, I can man. tell. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, it was good. Dude, uh, I wanna give a shout out to the your DJ. True DJ star. DJ Two Star. Let's go. Hey man, she uh she put had on a good set, you know, before you guys came out. Yeah. She was throwing some hits on that. Right? Yeah. Had yeah. me singing Fantasia. <laughs> That's what she'll do, bro. She'll she will just she gonna come out there and she gonna do a true star set. She don't. It, it's so crazy because a lot of times you see DJs and hip hop. It's like they're gonna play the hits that's yeah. out at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's gonna play whatever she wants. New stuff, old stuff, yeah. unheard whatever of stuff. She's yeah, whatever she's in the zone with, she gonna play it, it and it's gonna work. Yeah, she had the crowd. Going. Yeah, more she more importantly, it's going. gonna work. Like she gonna take them risks and it's gonna work. She's from here too. No, she's from um, Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah, but she went to TSU. Okay. Which is where I'm. Does she her. still live here? She lives here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is this the same like circle? I guess everybody's together. 
What you mean? Like, like you had like Savvy's from here. You're from here. She's from like. Well, Savvy's not from here. But I'm saying that that still that live here now. Yeah, yeah, they I'm here saying now. live here now. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they're not. There's a circle, you guys. I'm saying there's a circle of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That are, they're here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. These are the homies. Are y'all all pushing each other and? For sure, for sure. Everybody, everybody got love for each other. We're all trying to like grow this thing and build. You ever call somebody else like you're on a song? You're like, hey, I'm stuck on this. Like, what do you think I could add to make this better? Anything like that? No, it's no. nothing like that. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> maybe a producer. Maybe on some production. Yeah. Not on no raps. No. But on production, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, I, more so than that, it would be like I'm gonna just send you. I'm gonna send you this song. Lay some stuff down on it. Give me like three, four different takes, or. Lay some drums on this or whatever. Like, if it's a musician, yeah, I'll be like, yo, give me, like, three takes on this, and then I'll take what they do, I'll chop it up, boom, 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 piece it together, and build it how, how I think is best. Um, I'm still learning um, production, too. Yeah. So I'm not as proficient as I am at rapping with the production, so I definitely get as much help as I possibly can when it comes to production. Do you have the rap first or the production first and then rap to it? It's kind of a combination of both. So I may start, like, I may start something off. I may find a With sample. With an idea. This, I may find two seconds of a sample. Yeah. And just loop it for three minutes. And then wrap the whole song over that two-second loop. Then I'll go back and add some drums and then go back and, like, piece the production together. Or it just however bro i'm telling you any possible way you can put it together i put it together i started with just lyrics <laughs> i started with a complete beat from somebody else this yeah like any kind of way that it comes i'm able to work with it but lately it's been like me kind of starting the production writing the whole song mm-hmm. then adding more production and fleshing it out do you walk around with a notebook or you keep notes in your phone of my just phone ideas yeah 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 just like lines crazy lines yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for sure all the time well, if you're, uh, I always try to make myself laugh, so I'm sure if I was a rapper, I would sit there trying to think of lines just nonstop. You don't really try. I think they hit. I think they come to you. Like I study. The reason why me and Josh hit it off is because Josh studies rap and I study comedy. Mm-hmm. So I think we both watching each other with a certain level of respect. Like what you do is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I think stand up is like the, I tell people this all the time. It's the hardest form of live entertainment. You're the most bare. Like you up there, butt naked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you got to make people laugh. Oh, not, not people, total strangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to make total strangers yeah. laugh. And that's even harder. From like, different walks of life. Yeah. Be one thing. If you were in a room full of friends and family, mm-hmm. you're not, it, it, you might be in Topeka, Kansas yeah. trying to make total strangers. Yeah. I mean, some, some of the same thing with uh rap though. Like, like I've been to a lot of shows here in Nashville, you know, and, just seeing a lot of, you know, kind of newer up and coming people, you yeah. know, at these smaller venues and they're trying to get this vibe, they're trying to get get this energy. Yeah. And if they don't know who you are, that's kind of hard to build in the inner room unless you just do it your do it yourself. Unless you've been built to do that. Like I, you got to it, it's a process. You know, you yeah. got to get out there and get burned a few times yeah. before you can do it. Like I played a show in front of mostly strangers in Chattanooga like a month ago. And I just know, like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 100% do what I do. 
Yeah. And it's on you whether you get with it or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm 100% confident in what I'm yeah. bringing to the table. Yeah, they're probably sitting back just waiting to see, all right, what, what's, yeah. what's this dude going to do? Yeah, they give you, they give you, and there's certain tricks, that ways to start to show off that, like, make them, yeah. that make it make them demand that attention like we did on Friday with yeah. the, the Aretha Franklin thing and all of that. So, so if you ever see the crowd's not going your way, you're like, all right, let's pull out pinata. No. <laughs> Never doing that. <laughs> Never doing that. Let me tell you what my trick is, though. <laughs> If I'm losing the crowd, yeah, I got. You start talking about how much you love Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, uh, what I t- typically do is I cut all the music off and I rap with no beat, just like rap one of my craziest. That would get somebody's attention. And it's like after that, I got you. Like you can't, you can't run from this. That yeah. would get yeah, attention yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, I love that idea. <laughs> yep. All right, let's take or a you, quick or break. Or you cuss them out. <laughs> <laughs> that works that, sometimes. That too. Let's yeah. take a quick break and we'll be right back. Morning in church on Sundays, wearing hand me downs. Plenty khakis, my mama cut my hair. Oh, okay, cool. I like the one. That's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a studio thing. school games, bro. Cause my homie, uh, Maul, you know AAG? Yeah. Yeah, that's the homie Maul. So like, we had like a bunch of friends and he was like playing the, my music for the kids. Yeah. And they would be into it and they're like, bro, come to a practice, bro. They love you, bro. Yeah. So I started going to practices and games and we used to watch DG. I was like, this boy look like a grown man out here. Like, and he been like that. Now that he's in the league and he still look like he ain't all the way like in the zone yet. I think he's still kind of adjusting to pro basketball. But man, I think in two years, he gone. Yeah. Our kids go over there to, uh, to JP2. Okay, yeah. And uh, I, I watched him over there a handful of times. It, it wasn't easy. Nasty, bro. Not even sweating. That's what I'm saying. He's going to drop 30 on your head. He'll drop 30 on you and not sweat. Just smooth. It's everything. All right, we're back. Right now, I, it's just me. I'm going to do a soliloquy. Soliloquy. <laughs> Spell it. Uh, can you use it in a sentence? 
<laughs> I'm going to do a soliloquy. <laughs> origin. Right. Can I get the origin of one? Soliloquy? That oh, gosh. My mind. What would that be? 9, 10, 11, 12 year olds can spell, <laughs> spell shit like that. Did I ever tell you the story about uh, me and uh, being in Washington, D.C., and the hotel we were staying at was where the script's national spelling mm-hmm. bee was? So it was going on while we were doing this. Me and my granddad every year went to a uh, on a baseball trip. So we went to see the Nationals. And the hotel we were at just so happened to be hosting the Scripps National Spelling Bee on ESPN. Yeah. So it didn't matter what time you came in. Like any time of night, there were kids everywhere just studying. Like crazy studying and stuff. So my drunk ass is going up to these random children going like, Spell Aquarium. <laughs> Rhinoceros. <laughs> like I'm just throwing words at these kids. Just spell. They're looking at you stupid, huh? <laughs> Dumb as shit. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, but I mean, couldn't even tell if they were right or not. They probably not even big words to them. They probably, <laughs> probably like, not. Yeah, yeah, man, look at this yeah. guy. This guy reads on the seventh grade education. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, they, I was just throwing words at these kids to see what would happen. <laughs> and, and, and in true Washington D.C. fashion, there was a spelling bee protester. What he was protesting, I got no clue. That's but crazy. He, he was just he, there by himself protesting the spelling bee. He holding the line. He holding the line. Y'all will catch on. She's been going <laughs> on forever. Y'all better stop that spelling. Yeah, y'all, y'all got to quit spelling. Y'all got to quit it's, spell shaming. It's ruining these kids. <laughs> You're spell shaming. <laughs> Let a kid spell it how he feels. Right. This word identifies as rhinoceros. <laughs> It doesn't matter how I spell it. <laughs> Damn, I wish I could have used that when I was little. That would be a good one. <laughs> That's what this word This identifies as the right answer. <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> oh, that would have been that would have been good. I, I could have used that a bunch of times. Teachers walking down. I, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that reminds me. I had one teacher. So I senior year, I positioned myself uh strategically behind this girl who was uh clearly bigger than me. To where I could sleep and the teacher wouldn't see me. We are in the second six weeks of school. I've been turning in homework, everything. Out of nowhere, the teacher goes, Who is Jason Allman? <laughs> and everybody's like, He's right there. And she's like, He hasn't been in here in 12 weeks. <laughs> so she's been grading my homework, giving me grades, everything. I had no clue oh, who wow. it was. No, that, nothing. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody's like, he's been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, I always thought that was a good story. <laughs> that's crazy. What school was that? Uh, Glencliff. That was when we were doing Beowulf. Fuck that. God. Man, I, I still think back to Beowulf. I'm like, who thought this was something we needed to know? Bro, they had us doing that in middle school. It was terrible. Yeah. It's not even good. You can't understand what's going on. The language is archaic. I didn't read it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But uh, that's the one thing that always bothered me with school. Is like, wh- who is it? Like, who are you to tell me this is a classic? This ain't let classic. The kids what they yeah, read. if, if yeah. I want to read, it's, you're, it's, you're it's a school board. It's the school board, and it's who they, who the school board buddies is, and what books that they trying to sell. So it's like I got a publisher buddy. That. That's trying to move these old copies of Beowulf. That's bad. <laughs> so maybe we can put it on the curriculum so he can sell 400 copies of Beowulf. I mean, there couldn't have been a, 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 a teacher in Metro who was like, we got to teach Beowulf. This is what's going to take these kids in Could next be. level. Could be. Y'all read Johnny Tremaine. 
We read no. We read I Great Gatsby. Heard of that. Great Gatsby. That was actually pretty good. I like Great Gatsby. Yeah. I really did like Great Gatsby. Uh, we read that. Uh, books is so old though. Like, why they can't yeah, let them old. read Harry Potter, bro? Like, <laughs> come on, like Harry Potter take two years. That's what I'm saying. Like, and they'll actually read it faster than they'll read yeah. Great Gatsby. We had to read Count of Monte Cristo. See, it's too old, bro. They gotta stop old. this. It was hey, one of one of the best books though uh, in school I read was uh, The Outsiders. Do you remember that? The Outsiders was hard because they yeah, were smoking was cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, that was. That was a good I was okay book. with that one. And we uh, we watched the movie in class. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they was they had the te- the white t shirts. Yeah, yeah. We, we read Hatchet about the boy that survived a plane crash and survived. We in did the woods. too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. Bro. Like they don't yeah. change the books. It's time to it's change them. Crazy. But once I so I started re- we read um, Ernest Gaines' A Lesson Before Dying. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the only black books. They had yeah. on the school curriculum, and I loved that book. And I was like, "Oh, I do like to read. I just hate the books that they making yeah. us read." You yeah. know, now you say that I don't know if we read any black books, and yeah. in my school, was half no. was fifty percent black. Yeah, no, it's no. not in the curriculum. I don't think we did. Dang, you're right about that. I never mm-hmm. thought about it. I hated all of them books, and then they. Try, I was like, "What? It's a these is black people," and then it made sense because there was a cultural context. They made us watch Glory. Does that count? Oh God! <laughs> Does that count? Just brutal. Uh, Denzel was in it, being whipped. Denzel. <laughs> that made it. Okay. They let us. Wa- that made it. I mean, we no. watched Denzel get whipped. <laughs> it is a sad movie. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. I hate watching those type of movies. I don't like. I mean, I just get mad for no reason. I don't want to watch. I never took Matthew Not for good reason. I never took be, Matthew Broderick seriously in that role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Ferris Bueller. He's not. Yeah. He's not a war. He's not a soldier. Yeah. He's not a hero. They got a, a it's time. Hero. It's time for a software update, bro. They need something to update. They need something updated. Have you been? Uh, did you go to your ten year reunion? No. You didn't? No. I don't even know if we had one. <laughs> you might not have. I don't know. Do they still have like uh, John Henderson stuff all over Pearl when you were there? I think they had a jersey up. Really? Yeah. Didn't he give a bunch of money to the gym or something like that? You embarrassing me in public. You don't know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought he did. Why are you bringing up old stuff? Yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm quit living in the past myself. God, talk, talk about the past. Uh, you. Uh, you uh pinata. Have you, I love that <laughs> song. I love that song. Finna go. <laughs> You'll come up in Nashville. Man, what what what's it what's it been like over the last ten years? Like the the change oh, that's man. been going on here. Man, I know they actually talked about, you know, some of the stuff yeah. you know at the show. Probably it's, a lot more white people at your shows now. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. You know, I played Was there not really? Yeah, no, 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 no. We um. I would think the young hipsters would be all in. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I love black people, man. I don't know what to tell you, but the, the <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but the I think the change um is is twofold, right? So like when we grew up in Nashville, it was nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? I would agree. It was yeah. it was dead. Well, everything was for locals. There was nothing like everybody was a local. There yeah, no, yeah, there was no, nobody, nobody from was outside. from outside. Yeah, no, that wasn't a thing, and it was, it was very boring. Downtown you know was locals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't a tourist attraction Mm-mm. or nothing like that. So, over time, it began to change, and I think the hip hop scene changed with my generation, where 
we started throwing shows and because like before us the only rappers we knew was like paper buck um all-star at the time he started lead on now but yeah at the mm-hmm. time he was all-star um there was a dude named sticks yeah that was sticks around Izzard. yeah sticks is yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like um Quanti cash i like detail there was Young Buck and Detay. I don't know too much about Detay, but shout out to Detay though. I don't want no problems. <laughs> I, worked, I, I, I so when I worked at a record store, I just remember Young Buck and Detay did a uh, did our in store, and they had one album together. Then Young Buck went to Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what Detay's doing to this day. I got no clue. I hope he's well. He might be rapping still. I don't mm-hmm. even know. But yeah, I think our generation kind of ushered in that like blog era. You know yes. saying where a lot of the music was on blogs and you know yeah. we had two L's on the cloud and the smoking section Gotti was like killing it um and we kind of created our own little subculture of of local acts that were like talented you know what I mean and we supported each other and through our own shows and just created our whole our whole little vibe and from there it kind of expanded into the culture that's here now yeah yeah as being somebody who's lived in Nashville my entire life, um, I will say this is the best group of rappers I've ever heard in Nashville. I truly By a mile. believe that. By a mile, yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah. Um, I, I think you guys are doing a great job. Like the ones I've heard, and just just really musically, it's just it's unbelievable. Like how how much further it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just impressed. I really am. The stuff that I like, your stuff, it's it doesn't. You wouldn't hear it and say this is a Nashville rapper. It's just a great rapper. Yeah. See, we got to change that because the crazy thing is, I think there are some things that the scene is missing that we can yeah. that we can intentionally create to like make that Nashville thing clear. But one thing that's been consistent. I don't think you need to though. I don't think we need to. But I think there's a there is some um, value in having a core set of beliefs and some some identifying factors that um, help the community as a whole, both on the music side and yeah as people. So I think um, as our relationships grow amongst each other, that kind of takes shape. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a lot of other scenes that kind of like create a sound or create a vibe is because people are around each other in yeah. a more personal way and the energy naturally happens so i think there's some value to that but at the same time like a nashville rapper is going to be somebody that's extremely proficient lyrically but on like southern beats mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the idea of the i don't think you have southern thing. beats so your beats to me don't sound southern okay i mean do you think so I think there's elements. I think I'm I'm trying to create something new. Mm-hmm. So I think it comes from a southern context, but I think it probably kind of sits in its own space. I mean, for for that matter, I mean, like I listen to Earth Gang a lot. I don't think of them as southern really rappers. Do you? Absolutely. I mean, they're from the south, but I know they're from I, Atlanta. But like, I, I don't think they're I think beats. Where or, I think where he's coming from, the same thing. I mean, like when we were we were listening to music. I mean, there was the Houston had a twang. Yeah, oh, okay. Houston yeah, yeah. See, it's evolved. Old school. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. Evolved. It, it's not the same. Yeah. I meant, but the only like newer rapper to me, it sounds truly like a southern rapper, is Big Crit. Yeah, but Crit's doing the old thing. Yes, yes. You know what so I'm saying? So that's Absolutely. what we're talking about. Like yeah. you said, everything's evolving now. Yeah. yeah. There's a new southern sound. That's it's like there's not. It's not. 
you know, Juicy J made it, like three six all of those beats. Yeah. And DJ Screw in Houston, and then like Dungeon Family in Atlanta, and there was Absolutely. like yeah. there was like these places that was like this is the way the South sounds, but now it's it's that, but it's a new sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a lot more musical. Yeah. Than it was at that time. I say everything. I agree with that. Everything is a lot more global. Everything is within reach. And the idea information is just so readily well, available. Well, so like for us, it was harder to find music too than exactly. it was everywhere else. That's what I'm right. Regional yeah. sounds is less of a thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, too, that's kind of trash. Like, I kind of rock with like the Bay having a sound and Atlanta having a sound, mm-hmm. and now everything sounds Virginia like Atlanta Beach for the most part. Sound. Yeah. Uh, Miami, yeah, Miami, New York, New York, yeah, obviously, yeah, Chicago. You know, and Miami's more south than any of us, and they don't sound like <laughs> south. <laughs> no, but no. they're largely they got a large Latinx population too. So it's like it's they're kind of pulling from a different thing, and the way they party is a little different too. Yeah, I will say Trick Daddy is my favorite Miami rapper all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I will roll with Trick Daddy. All Trick Daddy got to stop smoking cocaine. That's what he got to stop. Oh my God! Did God. you see his latest? <laughs> looking rough. He is looking oh rough. Oh my God! Did you got to stop. He's starting get those pickled eyes Michael Jordan's got. Oh, uh, did, did you see that latest interview he did where he was talking about eating <laughs> ass. ass? Oh God! He always talking about that. He got to relax. Hey, it's twenty twenty one. He needs so to go gross. vegan. He need to go vegan for sure. Man, so so so, so some uh, <laughs> there was a guy on, we had a comedian on. Do I need to say his name? I guess you can. I, I, he says worse. Brad Brassetiva. Have you heard Brassetiva? Not familiar. He runs the same circle with uh, Josh Black. Yeah. Okay. Man, but he was talking about man these uh, these new age girls said, dude, if you want the baddest ones, you got to eat ass. <laughs> 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 oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we were like, guess this is why we're married. Look, man, it's a new yeah. world. It's a brave new world, baby. That's it's a brave new world. Yeah, so that, I, that's I guess a, I'm too old. That's never these, happening. These youngins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man, doing man get one. with the times, man. Got to evolve. Mm-mm. I guess no. that's what Trick Daddy's talking about. <laughs> nah, Trick Daddy got to chill. Trick, Trick Daddy's ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> he's for the kids. He's that's what I've always heard. He's playing chess. I always like when you listen to his raps too. Like, so he's doing the braggadocious stuff like everybody else, but it's always slightly different. Like, I love that he says, "Right around my photo, Volvo." Like, who was who was really? Like, <laughs> hey, nobody driving Volvo. <laughs> That's hard though. Volvo. That's hard it though. Was hard, but who was driving Volvo? Hey, That's hard though. Trick daddy. <laughs> trick daddy I swear I'll take a trick daddy Volvo. verse right now. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Call him up. He gonna have to email it in though. He can't do it on my mic. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> if you, he is a great interview. He is a fantastic. He's interview. entertaining, man. He says, he says what's on his mind. He just seems like one of those old school guys that just talks. He just he just says whatever. He's got like lessons and mm-hmm. he's done a lot of living. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of living. That's the culture, oh, man. People telling the truth, bro. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> man, so who were your inspiration? Who, who who was somebody that you came up, you know, trying to emulate, but Ooh. Kirk Franklin. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk that dude, but uh, no, no, not so much. Okay. Um, talk about talking about Kirk Franklin. He had an album out or, or a track out with the uh, the baby. Yeah. No. 
He's got was one. Was baby. it the baby? I thought it was on Space baby. Jam too. Little baby, little baby, little baby. Little baby. That song baby. is crazy. It's really good. That song it is. is I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't it's really good. That. On Space Jam two soundtrack. It's the best thing about Space Jam two. We win. Yeah, so fire. But anyway, inspirations. Look, it's a lot of people. Jay Z. Jay Z was big. Um, rich boy. Um, uh, then I kind of got off into like my sister played gave me a common B. Yeah. Rich boys throw some D's on it. Yeah. Okay. My favorite song ever. <laughs> two two star dra- uh, dropped that the other night. She did that for me. Hey, that's, that's a good track. <laughs> I always love that song. That song is say, amazing. That bro- song growing is up amazing. from Alabama, I mean that they played the hell out bro, of that. That song is so good. That song is so good. Yes, it is. Man, Just the, bought a Cadillac. Beat. Come on, bro. The beat alone. Bro, the beat is insane, bro. So I, uh, over the summer, I almost bought a Cadillac. And I swear, like the <laughs> I universe. Did too. I was, almost did, too. The universe was trying to get me to buy it. I get in it, and it syncs up my phone, and it plays. It fucking throws some Ds on it. I'm like, man, <laughs> universe wants me to get this he damn Cadillac. He kept texting me time, man, look at this car. Look at this car. <laughs> it was pretty badass. It's 2014, it and then we got what? Like you're spending a new Cadillac. I think the old one. No, it was like the last of the biggest Cadillac they made, and it was it was stupid how big this Cadillac it was. It was mm-hmm. an XTS had twenty twenty two oh, inch yeah, rims yeah, yeah, yeah. and had seventeen speakers inside. Oh yeah, you <laughs> was trying to beat the block down. Oh, it was stupid. It, I loved it. I loved it. Look, man, I, I was looking at this old nineties Cadillac convertible. I think it was called a Cadillac Alante. Yeah. I was like, this is like something I've paid in full. Like this the most <laughs> this the most Dame Dash drug dealing car I ever <laughs> seen. Like I wanted that car. I almost bought it too, and I'm glad I didn't because my, my the car I had broke down shortly after I made the decision hey, not to buy that. that car. Then I had to get a new car. So I oh, thank God I didn't buy that Cadillac. <laughs> I always wanted like a Fleetwood, like the 80s Fleetwood big boxy ones. Yeah. And I wanted it Newport green. <laughs> oh, Newport wow. <laughs> yeah. With with white top and white leather interior. I feel like, you. I had the whole thing. I wanted gold Dayton's on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm trying, trying to get attention. Yeah, yeah you trying to put, you trying to put some If I was going to do it, I was going all in. I wanted the gold chain steering wheel, everything. Like You're, I, trying, but to, you're trying to put $70,000 into it. 100%. Yeah. I want, but I did. It had to be Newport Green. I, was, <laughs> I don't know why. That was, that was the breaking point. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like, uh, I played I played some small school basketball in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and this was uh, the early 2000s. Uh, he's being modest. He's a national champion. <laughs> okay, but but crazy thing is, uh, like those box Chevys and Caprice oh, were man. super big back yeah. then. Oh man! But if you had one, you had to watch out because everybody was trying to hit you. Okay, everybody was trying to hit you. I mean, so like if you did any work to it, and you were riding around town, like somebody had eyes on you. See, so man, so. There was these dudes, uh, two guys on our team, a set of twins. Yeah, and uh, they had a Caprice, man. They they came back over the summer, had a fire ass paint job on it, put rims on it, just riding all around Alabama State. I bet it was so oh, fun to ride in, dude. It they was up until a point. Like yeah. we went to a club one night, came back. Like it was, uh, I was riding with somebody else, luckily, and they were leaving. Dudes, there was some car that pulled out in front of them. Hopped out the car, would just unload it. 
poo, poo, poo. Damn. And then, like, the, the dudes, like, the two dudes, like, jumped out the car and, like, just took off. And somebody got in the car and started driving off. But they had shot at the hood and, and messed up something. So, like, Damn. they found it, like, a mile down the road because uh. it stopped running. But I mean, Short-sided. that's what I'm saying, man. They they tried to get them, man. Because yeah. I mean, they saw that car and said, somebody said, I gotta have it. They tried to take that shit. Well, man. that's a funny thing. Like we're probably the last generation. Your your generation wouldn't even know. But like I remember, like when somebody asked you, "Hey, what size shoe you wear?" I'm lying. My, my size. Ass. I'm looking. Yeah, fifteen. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I had the uh, stealing starter jackets. Dude, I had a uh, you know the. Uh, the the CD player I got oh yeah CD your CD player gets stolen somebody, quick as somebody shit stole mine. That's somebody crazy. stole mine my girlfriend in college hers got like whole window got busted yep. open stole yep. every fucking thing man that's crazy dude man you talking about a sober feeling like somebody knocked out the uh, the passenger side I didn't even didn't even know it walking up to the car and I get in the car and I close my door I just hear glass car. I said son of a bitch yeah it was her <laughs> back window I was like mother fucker and like they they took my shit that was in there too and i'm like god dang it here we go <laughs> yeah. and uh oh that sucked yeah but That's I, tough, man. well i'm glad that things that that doesn't happen anymore <laughs> oh it does it does stealing the homie like got that? his car broken to the night of the show did he really yeah what are they stealing they ain't take laptop nothing. they ain't take nothing he had a whole macbook in there and they ain't take nothing they just broke the window out just, just no reasons i don't know that's, that's stupid it's crazy. dumb as shit yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you, like one of the conversations I really uh, relate to now, and, and I didn't when I saw it, but now when I watch it, I get it. Pulp Fiction, when he talks about fucking with a man's car, mm. like you don't fuck with a man's car. That's his property. That's a lot of damn money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's, it's something not, you got to use every day. It's not like just, you know, somebody stealing, you know, a couple of, you know, dollars. I mean, you can replace that, you know, no, you know it, real quick. And men are proud of their cars. It's a goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, y'all taking this personal. That's some James. <laughs> are you not proud of your car? I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of my damn car. I like my car. <laughs> yeah, I like my car too. I would be hurt. I would be hurt if somebody broke into it. That's what I'm sure. saying, man. That's your <laughs> you livelihood. You you got you got to work at it. There is nothing yeah. else I got in my life that I named other than kids. <laughs> <laughs> Even my family. I don't get. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, you need to make a song called "My Car." <laughs> get crit on it. He, he, he would do yeah. a song called that. Yeah. Uh, doesn't well, he's got two fifteens. I love that song. Yeah. I do love that song. Listen, yeah. He's on my on sub part ten at this point. Hey, he's got a shitload <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah, hey, Chris so hard. I love that Chris. The, uh, he the doesn't get talked song, about though. enough. I might need to flip that sample and do a new yeah. one. Yeah. That is a yeah. good sample. I love that song so much, dog. That song changed my life. I was just like. What? Yeah, when you said Rich Boy, like I, I don't really recall. Did he have any other hits? He had a song called uh, "Let's Get This Paper." He had a, he had, he had a, a haters wish, haters wish they could feel the wood in my '83. He like champ, he sampled a part out of the yeah. uh, Throw Some D song. Crazy. He had a few like he had a few slaps, but I don't know. I guess they didn't go. Yeah. It's so hard the, when you drop something that big, that, that big early. It's hard to follow up. What yeah. do you like now? Who am I listening to now? Griselda, a lot of the Griselda stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Baldy, Baldy James. I like uh, Ro from Nashville. He got a, the album called No Roads. So fire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Yeah, super fire. I was actually supposed to have a session with him tonight, but we're gonna do it tomorrow. Um, let me see. I'm waiting on a new Kendrick album. I like Isaiah Rashad's new album. I was just mm-hmm. listening to Kendrick today, and uh, it was actually, I didn't realize how old Good Kid Mad City was. It's damn near 10 years old. It's been some time, bro. It's yeah, it's nine years old. And I was like, damn. Time. And uh, yeah, it's been like four years since uh, Damn came out. That's wild. That's a long time. I'm surprised he hasn't come out with anything else. COVID pushed everything back. Everything is like. Tell you, people's well, 2020 thought, music is coming out now. I thought actually with when it came to music that it made a lot of artists force themselves to release stuff because they needed to make... Not the big acts. Not the big acts, but yeah. the smaller acts for sure. There was a lot of bands that I listened to when I was a kid. I'm like, man, it's odd they're coming out with stuff all of a sudden. Yeah. They had no other way to make money. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, they probably had like, you know, uh, small home studios. Yeah. These big oh, yeah. Acts had it's a lot easier. These bigger to do, studios, yeah. and because of COVID, you know, they couldn't go in. But even yeah. still, the amount of money that goes into those big albums, mm-hmm. like, you have to tour to recoup. How I'm much saying. money do you think Drake really spends on making an album? He couldn't spend that much money. Anymore. I would say upwards of a million. You think so? Yeah. I would think they're mainly on a Mac on a bus recording, like making most of the stuff they make. Yeah. But the I people mean, he's making it that's with. That's what I'm saying. Like, they cost money. That, yeah. That's 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 the cost. That's, but the, that's as, the cost of operation. But as far as what they're doing and what they're using and stuff, they couldn't cost that much money. Like the actual hard cost? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think that's very expensive. I think it's the personnel. The person yeah, themselves. That, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. Like if if you got somebody in the industry that's you know that's that's big time. Yeah. He's probably not taking anything less than a couple of G's. So you ever had a producer you ran into that you really want to work with, and then they said the price, you're like, ah, uh, you got a friend. All the time. <laughs> really. Constantly. Like I don't. I don't be paying, bro. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not in a place in my career where somebody's footing the bill. So. If I'm if it's somebody I want to work with, like either we working for free or we swapping something out, well we probably not working mm, yeah. because it's like I wanna I only want to work with people that we both trying to build to go to the same place, and then once you got somebody behind you that's like cutting checks, you cut me in. Once I got somebody behind me that's cutting checks, I cut you in. But if but it's not that, we you. can't we yeah. can't yeah we can't grow. Like I believe in paying people, you know, for their work and all of that, but. Sometimes like it don't be based on nothing. Yeah, it's like so. Okay, so we can go and get in the studio and we can make five songs. But if none of them come out, what I'm paying you for? Mm-hmm. You I mean, that's a saying? fair that's a fair assessment. So yeah, but, but you can you can account for it with like splits, you know, with the publisher making sure people get their right ownership and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like okay, if, once this begins to work, you'll be paid properly. You yeah. know, you can do good clean business. But I think people kind of in the independent music world. Mm-hmm. You working with the people that you respect and you want to make good music together. That's yeah. the that's the hook. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say in Nashville, I I can assume that that scene is you know one hundred. Like there's there's so many people willing to work. Yeah. Like you just got to make that connect. Oh, you could just yeah. move on. You just got to make yeah. that connect. If you got mutual respect, then you can work. That's yeah. what it'd be. Yeah. All right, you ready about call it? It's about that time, isn't it? It's about that time. Yeah. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. You got anything that you want to promote in particular? Uh, Oasis is out now. Um, uh, Prayer and Propaganda. So uh, Lee Bryant, he shot the artwork for Oasis. He did a great job. Yeah, November 27th, he's got an art show at Inca Gallery. 
and some of the images from Oasis are in that art show. Okay, that's pretty cool. So yeah, we're gonna be kicking it over there at the uh, Slimming Huskies Inca Gallery. Okay, yeah. nice, nice. All right, thank you again, Mike Floss, for coming on. Thank y'all. Right. Take care. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>